1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Brendan Rogers has his say on an international tug of war Over Tom Rogic ahead of the old firm game Ryan Jack commits his future to Rangers with a new contract And we have a huge weekend of football in store With a battle at the bottom between Motherwell and St Mirren Just one of the standout fixtures Joining me this evening is Craig Beattie and Hugh Keevans If I was a cliche machine I would say that this weekend promises to be a Christmas cracker
2: I'm not A cliche machine But it is going to be A Christmas cracker Who'll be top of the league By Sunday night How does Celtic play Against Dundee Without a striker And will Rangers Take their Easter road Frustrations out On St Johnston on Sunday I'm ready For anything After all I started my day At the Muppet Christmas Carol And I ended Dressed as a Christmas tree It's a long story Craig (laughs)
3: Yeah, from yeah, the Muppet Christmas Carol to the Muppet in the studio with you Correct I too am ready for the weekend And I have got my predictions ready for Sunday night That's Good man
1: Yeah if you're wondering what Hugh Keevans is on about Mean Tweets Do you remember that? The old speck- when Specky Tube was born <laughs> Well Mean Tweets Volume 2 is coming soon uh, Head to our Twitter feed at Clyde if you want to see And who- listen, who wouldn't? Hugh Keevans dressed as a giant Christmas tree It's even better than it sounds So head over there at Clyde Just a wee taste of it at the moment uh, the full video will drop soon, Hugh It's a fantastic time of year for yeah. football, Hugh Most people finishing up work today, perhaps In fact, um, we are obviously hoping we get plenty of football calls We've already had one for the GBX oh, Someone's good. got their timing a bit wrong The <laughs> So that, that, that perhaps shows you what sort of night it's going to be um, But lots of great football to look forward to Yeah, it's great I mean, the,
2: you know, the midweek football you had uh, Celtic winning conventionally against Motherwell Rangers battering hips but unable to score and therefore the leadership of the league changed hands yet again this weekend that there's that possibility but I'm sure that the Celtic supporters will feel that they can compensate for the loss of Odson-Edouard and the fact that there's no other conventional striker there and the Rangers fans will feel happy about going to Perth if they can put the ball in the net
1: this time Let's hear from you then, 01419511025 on any of today's big talking points or if you're looking ahead to the weekend's games, let's do it. You can do it on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. As always, a busy show on a Friday, so get those calls in early uh, and we'll get through as many as we can. Brendan Rogers is uh, less than impressed as he tries uh, to have Tom Rogic available for the old firm game. Just before we hear from Brendan Rogers, Hugh, and I want to hear some calls on this one, 01419511025. What are your General thoughts at this stage I think It's a liberty where Celtic are concerned
2: And I would say that Of any club in that position I include All of the English clubs involved Jackson Irvine at Hull Anybody uh, Hibs are going to lose Three players And I think it's unfair In the case of Tom Rogic Specifically Celtic pay Tom Very handsomely And he has signed his contract extension He's at Celtic for Another four or five years He will make himself a very rich man On the back of being a Celtic player I think when Celtic reach a crucial stage of the season And find themselves depleted Because of injury uh, I think it's very unfair that They must then bow to Australia And uh, perhaps The time has come for players to say To those who run their national teams Look, I mean no disrespect
1: But I've been paid a fortune to help my club out here Right, get your calls in, 01419511025. Um, the midfielder is due to fly to Dubai on the 27th of this month to join up with Australia. The players, um, of course, Celtic want them to, to leave after the game on the 29th. Rodgers says at the moment talks are ongoing and is hopeful of a compromise. We want to work
4: in relationship with the, with the federations and uh, I, I spoke with Graham Arnold, the, the manager, here and had two really good days of trying to ensure that uh, you know relations are good between international teams and club teams, and we can build those relations. But you do that through working together and what is the best uh, for each player. And and we feel that Tom can play on and be available for the twenty ninth and fly out after the game and meet up in Dubai on the thirtieth in the morning and still be there virtually a week before he's due to play his first game. Tom wants to play in the game, but he also wants to play for Australia. You know, so it's a position that I don't think that the player needs to be in. You know, it's clearly, you know, it's it's a showcase game. You know, the Celtic Rangers games, Rangers Celtic, the great games. He's been great in them for us, and of course, he can play in it and still travel and recover and prepare and get ready for the uh, for the competition in January.
1: Craig BT, just listening to Brendan Rodgers, that it sounds like. There is still work to be done in these discussions It sounds like he's a little bit frustrated That they're not on the same hymn sheet at the moment
3: Yeah they're not um, Tom Rogic has been superb in the games recently against Rangers So Brendan really really wants him available He started off there by saying we, we want to work with the Australian FA They want to work with the Australian FA because you know Celtic are losing out here They're losing out in a, in a super football player But let me tell you now He won't be available You don't uh, think so? He will not be available The the. Tom Logic and the Hibs players will fly out after the Boxing Day fixtures. Um you no know, the Australian manager wanted them out by Boxing Day uh, by Christmas Day, sorry, but he was also aware of the fact that there's a there's a huge fixture uh, list, a huge calendar on Boxing Day um which excites the British public. I include I say British because I include Jackson Irvine down at Hull, but all the players involved and the Australian national team Will fly out on After the yeah. games on Boxing Day
1: Right let's hear from you 01419511025 Listen Rangers fans You can get involved in this You can be honest You can call in and say I'm crossing everything That he's missing Because he scores some goals Against us in the past Or maybe you're not bothered You tell us 01419511025 um, On the injury front though Hugh Better news for Celtic Ahead of the Rangers game mm. oddson Edward, Eduard Kieran Tierney Mikael Lustig Dedrick Boyata Will all be available That's for the Rangers game Ryan Christie is available For tomorrow's game Against Dundee um, And I just wonder If he has to play up front In the absence of Odson Edward
2: Uh, Or You could have Scott Sinclair uh, Doing that role Um, You know You can't dismiss Dundee It's only a couple of weeks Since they took Two points from Rangers Um, I know the circumstances Are different They're at Celtic Park And not in their own ground But Celtic have Dundee Followed swiftly by Aberdeen before they get to the match That everyone will be talking about On the 29th of December uh, So First of all They have to negotiate The loss of Eduard uh, While looking forward To the return Of Eduard And uh, Again Just briefly To go back to what Brendan Rodgers said When he explains The travel schedule there For Tom Rogic Then surely There's a room for compromise I think National teams Get it all their own way If a player Like Rogic Who is On a very handsome salary At Celtic Is injured then, you know, it's just the case that the international team says, oh, well, sorry about that. Here, have your injured player back. It, it, it's supposed to be a two-way street, and I think that compromise needs to play a part here, both for Celtic and for Hibs.
1: 0141 Kevin is in Croftfoot. What do you make of this situation, Kevin? I
5: think it's a joke, really. Um, but apparently, it's, it's basically a good will gesture that Celtic let him leave on that day, is it not? Because when... Australia left to go and play in the Asia Confederation. I don't think that Celtic are to let them go because it's not a
2: FIFA registered game. Well, they certainly seem to be under the impression that players must stop after boxing day and get out to Dubai. That's the uh, Australian Federation point of view. I don't know whether Tom Rogic would even consider the idea of saying, look, I will come over, but I, I feel... Morally obliged to Celtic uh, For what is their most important game of the season so far I don't know if there's any wiggle room there But clearly As Gordon Duncan said There's room left here in these discussions And I'm not sure I wouldn't take a bet with Craig Beattie Who says He will not play in the old
1: firm game I'd be inclined to have a bet that he will Kevin I'm stating the obvious here But I mean How big a blow would that be?
5: It'll be a blow But Celtic's got that many quality midfielders You're taking a quality midfielder out And replacing them with another quality midfielder
1: Yeah I suppose I mean along the lines of If you were to pick a first 11 To play against Rangers Taking previous games into account He would be in it wouldn't he?
5: Oh definitely Um, He always likes to score against them And it's, it's been a fixture that he's prevailed in the last God knows how many years
2: Brendan Rogers is the type of man to pride himself on always having a solution to any problem. And in the past, he'll have composed himself and said, Well, we can handle this. All we do is A, B, or C. But he's publicly declared himself here by saying that negotiations are ongoing with the Australian Federation. And that tells me that he would prefer to be with. Tom Rogic at Ibrooks on the 29th of December Rather than
1: without him uh, Easy for us to say Craig Because you don't know the ins and outs And of course Australia are, are well within their rights To want the players as early as possible Prepare for the game and so on um, the, the game against the, against Jordan is on the 6th of January And when you listen to Brendan Rogers explain the timeline It seems like there's a fairly simple solution there It's not like the, the games clash I mean if Australia played on the 29th Then you've got a serious issue And he can't be in two places at once But it it sounds to us On the outside That they can figure something out
3: Yeah it sounds there's a lot of time Between the games Um, I think you factor in the fact That you have to travel You know the length of the world basically um, Give the lads a a chance to acclimatise While they're out there um, and the fact that there's going to there's more than Tom Rogic Going to want to do this So I think if he allows Tom to do it He's got to let the Hibs boys do it Then there's lads down south that are going to want to do it And I think it's created a problem for himself If, if he does mm. this That half his squad will be missing
1: That's a fair point Hugh Because listen this We're in Glasgow And mm. everyone's thinking about the 29th of this month Neil Lennon is Speaking today as well You know he's not considering Trying to cancel the Edinburgh derby He has three players out Yeah But th- therefore There's the,
2: the subtle difference Between Hibs and Celtic The Hibs manager has said No oh, that's okay They can go But Brendan Rogers has said No hold on I would rather have a discussion about this I'm not just settling for the fact That he can't Tom Rogic can't be at Ibrox On the 29th of December Yeah on you go See when He got injured in the
5: last international game mm-hmm. Um Celtic let them stay for a further three days um, when they could have recalled them. They let them stay for three days when they are still in you know, FA to they see if they'd be fit enough for the next game rather than recall
2: them. That's why so, I say that international football is a one way street. It's all in favour of the national teams and none of it in favour of the club sides who pay good money to have these players. Uh, and in that Way I think it's unfair
1: that clubs always come second here. Craig, looking back to your own career, whether it was it was you in particular or or just guys you were around when it came to the international side of things, how important was it to to have that relationship where there is a bit of give and take between club and country?
3: Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's I think it's good to have a, a good relationship, and, and we've seen with Kyle Lafferty recently where where it can get a bit a little bit naughty. And obviously, implemented the role where he then couldn't play. I agree that the clubs um, pay the players handsomely. And the players don't get paid So it's it's a privilege to go and play with your country oh. So you should have some sort of opinion Where if you want to stay and play and help your club And then go out and help your national team That should be available to you But it seems like the international team have got more pull over the players than they actually should have And that's basically mm. unfair and imbalanced
2: uh, Because not everything is about money However... He is paid well by Celtic This is the most important game of the league season so far It carries so much at stake uh, And are Celtics simply to stand by and say Oh well, well, whatever Australia say, that's fine Yeah,
3: <laughs> F- Football and business are it's, almost impossible to compare But when you look at it from a, a business point of view There's no other business in the world that actually Loses You know the, the, the players that they look after Or the assets, what, they're, you know. what they're providing To somebody else
1: uh, Scotty's quite clear on Twitter He says If Tom Rogic isn't released From Australia for the game Celtic should ask him To quit international football it's Celtic who own the player And pay his substantial salary Plus his form dips dramatically When he's been away On international duty That's on Twitter At Clyde SSB Laura is a Rangers fan In Motherwell What's your point tonight Laura? Hi guys
6: um, I'm just Kind of baffled Because Obviously what happened with Kyle Lafferty getting banned off the Northern Irish FA for two two games for not going to his games mm-hmm. and with the national team. And now everybody's getting a mess saying about roger not I, I just don't get it
2: really.
1: It's not the same yet, Hugh. It could be down the line, but the problem uh-huh. was Kyle Lafferty didn't follow international protocol when it came to joining up with the squad. Yeah, and and then, and then that's why the the Irish FA invoked the five-day rule. It hasn't It simply hasn't got to that stage with Tom Rogic yet no. because the game hasn't happened. So that's why it's different.
2: No, the, the circumstances are different, but Laura is in that camp that says it's all a bit one way. This, uh, you know, I, I will say. The most famous example of all is John Kennedy at Celtic. John Kennedy lost his career because of international football. Uh you can make all the apologies you like, uh pay whatever compensation. But, but that, that could also have happened anywhere, though, could it not? Is that not is that not yeah, the point? But, but at the same time, you know, clubs willingly give over their players for all manner of competitions. And you have to remember The potential that John Kennedy possessed. He was going to be a Celtic captain for the next 10 years. He was that good. Uh, But lost in a night at Hampden. And, you know, I'll applaud international football. I wish we were more successful as a country. However, there are instances, and this business is one of them, where it's all in favour of the national team and the club sides who pay handsome money
1: get shortchanged. Laura, quite simply as a Rangers fan Are you hopeful that Tom Rogic is missing from that game? Yeah,
7: definitely
8: He has a good
1: player and He's a great 3 So um, I hope he goes to Australia <laughs> <laughs> that, that is it. You, you wouldn't hold that against that's anyone you. That, That's the nature of, yeah. of football You yeah, hope yeah. that your opposition's best players aren't there Yeah, that, that Laura's absolutely correct As the Celtic fans are equally
2: correct To be up in arms at the thought of losing Tom Rogic When the schedule... That Brendan Rodgers painted there uh, Leaves ample room for compromise
1: Uh, Similar thoughts coming in Alan Stewart as well He says Roggett should tell them point blank If you want me at all I'm playing against Rangers Otherwise I'm out 01419511025 Rangers fans Let's hear from you On the news that Ryan Jack Has signed a new deal Are you happy with that news? What type of player has he become for you? We'll hear from the man himself After the travel with Amber
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard, with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to thompsons.com
1: Craig Beatty and Hugh Evans, a man who a couple of hours ago was dressed as a Christmas tree, is with us here on Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard this evening. Make sure you join us. You can tweet at Clyde SSB or the conventional way of giving us a phone. Hugh, it must be Christmas party season because we've had two Calls for the GBX already oh, This is no, un, This is unprecedented There's nobody ordered A, a Chinese takeaway yet That's, That that happens quite a lot Craig 0141 951 1025 That's the number you need For Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Until 8 o'clock whatever you, whatever you want to do With the phone number After that You can suit yourself But let's talk football Shall we uh, The big news coming out Of Rangers today Hugh mm. Is that Ryan Jack Has signed a new deal Keeping him committed to Rangers until 2021 so Rangers fans let's hear from you good news bad news what makes it good news let us know 01419511025 Um, he says he's never been happier now that he's playing for Steven Gerrard at Rangers the midfielder moved to Ibrox recently well relatively recently he's agreed a new deal until 2021 and uh, he says at the moment it feels like everything's falling into place
9: I think my first season was frustrating obviously the sending offs at the start of the season then I got my bad knee injury the second half of the season, so missed out in quite a lot of games. But I think this season it's been—I just got my head down, worked hard pre-season, and um, tried to get the manager's thoughts. And I've done that, and recently I think I've been getting the rewards for that. It's great. I think the club have just shown that they that they think I've been doing really well, and they think it's that I deserve to get a, a longer contract. So it's no better. way of getting complimented than than off Stephen Gerrard and. Um, He's been great with me since since they've come in. Gaz as well, the staff, they've been excellent. So um, for me, it's just I just want to keep that going and keep my head down and keep working hard.
2: At first you feared he was going to fall into that old trap whereby it is easier to play against Rangers or Celtic than it is to play for them. But he knew that his first season was complicated, certainly with the, the red card issues, but he has matured, he has become an important player. And Steven Gerrard... In his first season as Rangers manager, doesn't suggest a player for a contract extension unless he really rates him.
3: Yeah, couldn't agree more. here You know, Gerard having the career that he's had will certainly have an eye for a midfielder, and he's not going to be handing contracts out w- without due reason. Um, Ryan's done superbly well, and you know, he's explained how difficult his first season was there, and and I think it shows. And I think it's important at clubs like Rangers and Celtic that, that how mentally strong you are, as well as oh, yeah. you know, ab- ability probably comes second to being mentally strong. If you get to the club, you've got ability. But having the mental strength to be able to stay there is, is hugely important. We keep
1: hearing from various people, some Rangers fans on the phone, some of the pundits, that Rangers need someone to dominate the midfield. They need someone to be that driving force. I mean, can he be that guy? Craig, is is that something he can develop into? Is he that guy at the moment?
3: He's certainly playing well at the minute. Um, you know, he's got decent competition in there. You know, he's got um, Graham Doran's coming back as well. What, what I really feel is that I feel that Rangers need a midfielder That's going to really break the line And get in and get up And support Morelos up front um, Does Ryan Jack do that? Probably not He's probably more of a, a Ball winner And kind of move it on um, But He's doing well With what he's doing at the minute With his role in, in the team um, And You know if you're playing for Blake and for winning his new contract.
1: Rangers fans, let's hear from you on that issue then. Ryan Jack signing a new deal. What do you make of it? 01419511025. How important or otherwise is he to your team at the moment? William is a Rangers fan in Whishaw. Uh Are you a Ryan Jack fan, William? Definitely. I think the boy's put himself through a wee bit of turmoil. He's
10: brought a lot of stuff on himself, but you know, I think his shoulders have broadened and I think, especially his injury and stuff like that, I think he'll slow right on. I, I think it's a good signing. Um, I think he'll probably. He's got a lot of learning to do as well and stuff. But yeah, definitely I think
1: it's a good signing for him. What What is the next step then? You see he's got a lot of learning to do. What What would you like to see next then? He's committed his future till 2021. What are the next steps for him?
10: I don't know, well, Billy. He's he's still, I would still say he's still got a wee bit of learning coming because um, sometimes he, he didn't know it was temperamental and stuff like that. So as I say, he got that injury and. Hopefully, he'll take in board a lot
1: of things that he's got to look after himself, look after his team, and he's got a great future at Irox. That's, that's my opinion, anyway. Hugh, football doesn't always work out this way, but if Rangers are, you know, Steve Gerrard's not long in the door, if they are trying to build the structure, something they can take forward, players that they can rely on, and, and ultimately win things again, yeah. And I mean, can you see Ryan Jack being a part of that? Yes, uh, for the simple
2: reason that. Steven Gerrard doesn't offer contract extensions to people that he's uncertain of. So Ryan Jack comes into that category. It'd be wrong to put too much on Ryan Jack's shoulders. I think Rangers in the transfer window also have to be aware of what's going on up front. Aberdeen at Eyebrooks, no goals for Rangers. Rangers at Easter Road midweek, no goals. In between that, Dundee. Two points dropped, it took a free kick, from Andy Halliday To get Rangers point At Dens Park So there are other areas Of the side That do need Looking at But Ryan Jack Can be safe In the knowledge That his manager Rates
1: him um, We're getting a couple Of days ahead of ourselves But On paper St Johnson strikes you As one of those Stuffy games as well oh. Craig Well that's going to be An area that will be Under scrutiny I'm sure
3: Yes, yeah, St Johnson Will be doing really well Um I know Tommy. Wright, it's the manager of the month recently. He's been doing superb. Um, goalkeeper Xander Clark's been the amount of clean sheets he's had's been ridiculous. Um, and Rangers are not scoring a lot of a lot of goals. That is going to be a really difficult game for Rangers on Sunday. Um, and I actually don't think they're going to win the match. I've, I think that's going to be a draw.
1: Well, we Ryan Jack already a, a better player than the one that arrived from Aberdeen. Definitely, definitely a better player. Um, as I said before, he's got.
7: Yeah, they had a good Aberdeen's got a brilliant set-up. They have got a good set But I think that coming um, without sounding patronising, I
10: think coming to Irox, I think he'll give away wider scope. I think he'll... And then, plus, he's got a uh, Steven Gerrard factor. Um, I think that'll help him and shove him along a bit. Um, as I say, I don't want to be patronising Aberdeen because they've yeah. got a good set-up with a good team and stuff like that.
7: But I think Rangers have just got off the edge where they've got the... Big room staff And they'll Just say right Okay We
10: need eleven men On the park And stuff like that You mature And you'll be
1: uh, I think you'll be A, a Rangers creative Honest with you High praise from William Listen it's not always about How you can go and sign And make you better Sometimes you have to make The players that are already there mm-hmm. Better And I assume The hope has to be for Rangers like That guys like Ryan Jack Become better By playing in The group stages of the Europa League For instance Yeah yeah, yeah. It's all about levels As
2: Alec Ray is always telling us Uh, But Ryan Jack Already knows One thing He's a better Rangers player Now Than he was in his first season He's making the improvement As a Rangers player What happened at Aberdeen Is Pretty much irrelevant You know that got him his move To Rangers But It's what he does Within the confines of Ibrox That's important And he has To be safe in the knowledge That he's a better Rangers player Than he was a year ago Uh, How do you see the game On Sunday, William?
1: It's hard to tell nowadays Isn't it? Because if everyone stops At the top the bottom Um, I'll
10: let you know When I go to the bookies (laughs) On Sunday morning I'll come back And I'll I'll let
1: you know What they're saying Uh, But I've not Sorry. No, I was just going to say I've noticed a lot of focus in the last couple of days, William, about what Rangers are doing in the you know the final third when it comes to scoring goals. If you look at the overall total for this season, it's clearly very good, so it's not it's not it's not a big problem. What about the last couple of games? Is it something that you've noticed not taking chances? Well, I think they've
10: got the majority of goals at the start of the season, didn't they? Um, I think they got their top, uh, goal tally um, in early in the season, which will probably when it comes to the decider at the end, that that'll maybe be the maybe we'd decide who's winning the league Do you know um, but I don't know when you see these stats about when, how many corners they've got how many um, shots on target I mean that's the last two or three games I think maybe they've take it, maybe about 50 or 60 on target I don't know the stats I don't, but they really need they need somebody in there I don't know is Morella's answer I don't know I don't know if Morelis is have always had goal scorers. I know the, the tempo of the game has changed and the way we play football has all changed,
7: like Derek Johnson's days and Alan McCoy's and I, I don't I don't know, but we
10: need somebody who's well for one, we need somebody who's, who's got to stay in the park, who's a proven goal scorer, goal scorer who can work, who can fall back, collect the ball, but he loses it, doesn't wait to come back to him. In mean, the modern game has You've got to chase, you've got to drop back, you've got to create your own chances. I just feel that, that Rangers are lying out tonight. They, they need, I don't know, they need somebody who can work, drop back, pick it ball up, take it forward. Um, as I say, the modern game's changing. Mm. And, but Derek Johnson says before the, the offside rule, he'd say, right, Derek, you just set that 18-yard box and we'll bump a big leather ball to that big head of your... And you
1: just nod it in These are all changed. It's our tactics And You know Yeah I mean Craig Beattie the, the, the Morelos one Fascinates me personally Because You talk about A lot of people talk about How he needs to take more chances And so on But, but I mean He is the top scorer In the league And I mean he does create chances For himself
3: He Yeah Right William This, this is what I think Right I think you're doing Morelos a real injustice there Um I think if my criticism of, of Morelis, other than he doesn't convert as many goals as he should compared to the chances he gets, he probably there's too much work and too much running, I would like him to stay in the middle of the goal a bit more. But Rangers do not create enough chances from him. The chances he's creating, the chances he's getting, he's working and he's creating on his own. The amount of times, you know, I've seen him against Hibs tonight where he's got Ambrose in a kind of half-channel position and, he, and he's turning him inside out and flashing it past the post. He's creating these chances himself. And I think, Rangers need to get somebody Who's going to put them on a plate The way Chris Boyd used to get them on a plate Put it this way Gordon You asked the, the, the question earlier on Of the Rangers supporters how, how pleased would you be
2: Not to see Tom Rogic At Ibrox on the 29th of December If you ask the Celtic supporters And I'm perfectly well aware That Morelos has yet to score against Celtic However If you ask the Celtic supporters Just as a wee insurance policy Would you rather he wasn't there on the 29th They would say yeah Absolutely Definitely Rather
1: he was off injured that day. 01419511025, Thank you to William and Wisher. Let's speak to Tony, who is a Celtic fan in Lark Hall. Hi Tony.
11: Hello, guys. How are we? Good,
1: Good. thanks, Tony.
11: Gordon, it's a wee question for the three Hugh, Craig and yourself. Hmm. I was listening I was listening to Hugh there saying that when when Roderick goes to out of Dubai for a failure, that Hibs are going to lose three players. But I think Celtic were more to loss. Than Hibernian Because Celtic will Celtic be vying for the title At the end of the season but he'll be Playing for third or fourth position
2: But that's not the issue Tony I mean it's a matter of principle here And Neil Lennon has said He's perfectly happy To go and play Hearts Minus these three players Brendan Rogers. I know if he's
1: perfectly happy By well, what you mean
2: he's, he's not willing to protest over it Brendan Rogers is Because you he know, know,
11: I go Back to the point I show that that they will play for third or fourth position Celtic are playing for the Championship
2: No, but that's not the issue so, but it's,
11: it's, it's an issue Tony, you know, not, a, is,
1: Tony, you
11: if, not, if he's quite happy to let his players and, and go down the road that he's gone down Then that's his position But I'm talking from my point of view That I'm looking upon as Celtic
1: have got more to lose. You're not being a bit unfair on the other teams, Tony Football surely is relative every, t- every team's got aims that can be considered As important as each other if, You know, just because Celtic are going for the title Listen, th- this technically, and stay with me. I know I'm, I'm on a bit of a um, a long shot here, but what if this sets off a chain of results that costs Neil Lennon his job or something? You can't just say because Celtic are going for the title and Hibs might not be that it's more important for Celtic, surely?
11: But, but Gordon, I I would yeah. You know they're very handsomely paid these people. No, you know they can't. You know, in my opinion, know they want to come into the real world. And see what a, a, an honest working man does You know, if we Neil Lennon lost his job tomorrow You and I know he'll walk away with hundreds of thousands You know, me personally They're wages so, so I kind of don't think it's a great debate, that one,
3: though It's all relative I would argue that Martin Boyle is more important to Hibs Than Roger could be for Celtic Because Celtic, if it's got such a big squad With other international players in it With quality throughout Hibs don't have that luxury And Martin Boyle is in the form of his career right now Hence the reason he's had a call up to his international team So I would argue that he would be a bigger loss to, uh, to Hibernian
2: Eight days before the game takes place Tony is showing the kind of Intensity of feeling That that we are uh, wait, Tony, 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 take a breath Wait a minute right, okay, try sure, to, to get a point across here You're, you're exhibiting The intensity of feeling That's going to surround this match And that's quite right It is the biggest league game Of the season here However Every club Has its own Priorities And You have to respect Whatever it is Hibs are trying to achieve As they have to respect Whatever it is Celtic are trying to achieve But you cannot say Look Hold on We go to the top of the food chain Because we're Celtic And the rest can do what they like That's not how Life works
1: Not how football life works What about this point from David Wynn on Twitter I just wonder if you were being a bit unfair earlier In looking at this From from one side only He says Perhaps Australia are successful at international football Because they insist their best players Show commitment to the national side um, And it does work two ways Rogic is a better player Having been at the World Cup And the Confederations Cup And Celtic benefit from that So I know what you're saying Yes Celtic pay the wages But does that, does that mean they're always... Ahead of Australia in, all, the, in the priority list? All that
2: Brendan Rogers is asking for in this particular instance is a compromise solution. And he has worked out a timetable which takes Tom Rogic to Dubai days, almost a week before he is required to play for Australia. Therefore, to my way of thinking, there's ample room for compromise there.
1: Let's look ahead to the big games this weekend 01419511025. Thank you to Tony and Lark Hall. We'll hear from you after the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Craig Beattie and Hugh Keevens here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. A couple of ways for you to get in touch. You can tweet at Clyde SSB uh, or you can give us a call on the lines 01419511025. Hopefully, we'll look in a bit closer detail at some of these fixtures later on, Hugh Keevens, mm. um, but there's a lot to like as There is every week About the fixtures coming up Well Aberdeen Hearts Cracker Uh, You've got
2: Motherwell taking on St Mirren uh, At the other end of the table That uh, is one that Orrin Kearney Would be very very keen to To win So everywhere you look Hibbs and Livy Can the, the Livy story continue Or will Neil Lennon Having Beaten Celtic And drawn with Rangers Carry on His third Home
1: game of the The month any thoughts ahead of your team's game this weekend? How big is it? What do you think um going into the game? Is it one you can win? Tell us. It doesn't matter if it's St Mirren, Partick Thistle, Motherwell, Hearts, Hibs. We'll hear it all 01419511025. Uh, Graham is a Rangers fan in Springburn. The big news coming out of your team today, Graham, is that new contract to Ryan Jack. Are you Are you a Ryan Jack fan? <coughs>
12: Hi, good evening, guys. Uh, first of all, Merry Christmas to you all when it yes, comes Yes, same to you, thank to you. Right to you. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. I think Ryan Jack, uh, he's been an absolute standout this season, boss in the midfield. I think uh, it's great business. Uh, it's something I've seen about Gerard. you know, that he's identifying players that he wants to build around and he's getting them on long-term contracts. So um, I think it's a wonderful piece of business, absolutely.
1: I know it's perhaps a, an easy one, Graham, and you can always get accused of focusing only on one game, but I'm just thinking again about that Celtic game coming up in the 29th Are these the types of occasions that Ryan Jack now has to try and Stamp his authority on Try and control and and, and prove that he can be that man for Rangers going forward?
12: I think he can I think Gerard brought the best and the confidence from him he's done nothing but praise him he, at one point he said he was jealous of his performance you know players are going to thrive on that and I think that uh, I think we're about to see him break out into being you know an absolute rock for Rangers in the middle of the park yeah, I'm so impressed with him
2: You know people talk about uh, Stephen Gerrard as a rookie manager and so he is yeah it's his first club and he's been there six months but he's not a rookie football player he had a stellar career as a player and therefore he recognises a, a good one when he sees one And that's why I think Ryan Jack will grow in confidence Because of the confidence that's been shown in
1: him by the manager I mean of course it doesn't always work that way As I'm sure Hugh would admit, Craig bt, And that, that, that type of relationship fascinates me Because I, I get the assumption that Stephen Gerrard was a great midfielder And therefore Ryan Jack can learn from him Plenty of evidence to show that that doesn't always work What do you think? Was is, is that something you, you thought you could take if a a manager had a certain skill set,
3: yeah, I, th- I think the evidence for that one is Roy Keane. You know, one of the best midfielders that's ever happened, um, that's ever played. He's gone into to club management, and it's not quite happened for him. It's not quite happened for some of the midfielders he's worked with. Um, in this certain instance, I think Ryan Jack is um, very, very fortunate that he's got Steven Gerrard. I'm sure if he listens and and it, then he will learn. And I think the main challenge put down to him, I think he will be asked if he can go and be Rangers version of Scott Brown.
2: Big
1: ask Hugh Kevens. 500
2: well, games Yes During the week And uh, you know We'll get Craig's take on Bruni later on But uh, You know There are reasons why Names like Roy Keane Don't make it in management But I don't think High among them Is the inability To spot a player It's how they man-manage them mm-hmm. And where they go from there uh, But I do think Stephen Gerrard would know a good player from an indifferent player or a bad player. Graham, what was your other point tonight?
12: Um, I, as a Rangers fan, I also wanted to make a comment about the Rodgers situation. Mm-hmm. I actually agree with Brendan Rodgers. I think he should be allowed to play. I think he's come up with a decent timeline, a, a decent um, you know compromise, and it doesn't sound like um, he's unwilling to let him go and play. Um, but I think what I was wanting to make a point was that we also need to remember there's a man on the other side of the world who's also earning a salary from this game, and that's the Australian manager. And he, you know, he's he's also got to try and keep his job by picking the best players available. So I just hope that both both can come to a compromise. I mean, I, you know, I I personally think Roger should play the old firm game. Um, I want the best teams to play against us. You know, I don't think we should be point scoring and wanting players to miss because it benefits us. You know, we, we've got to do what's right for everybody. I would I would say.
2: And you're a very magnanimous gentleman, Graham But I would say that if Celtic win at Ibrooks, It will not be purely and simply because of Tom Rogic Might and, help though Yeah, but it will not be because of one man And if Celtic lose at Ibrox It will not be because Tom Rogic wasn't there uh, So, you know, to be fair to all uh, Celtic do have... Uh, other players in midfield it's the one area where they they do have several choices I just think that and I do take the point about the international manager but international managers come in with their hands tied behind their back in, in a variety of ways they have no transfer market to exploit they can only deal with those who qualify either through birth or uh, their parents or grandparents birth so
12: also in and out of work very quickly based on results
2: well Plenty of folk around now To work very quickly In this business You know I mean Kenny Miller lasted Three or four games At uh, Livy this season uh, Alan Stubbs lasted Just about long enough To make a cup of tea
3: At St Mirren uh, So Yeah but these, these guys Have a every day To work with their players Hugh. They, They've had full control Of their squad Full control of their players International managers Don't have that So every day that these players Are missing from Potential training sessions That you know The managers are losing out These guys are playing in the opposite ends of the world And I know I worked with Gordon Strachan Who was very very intense And he coached absolutely everything For every minute of the session oh. And when he's took over the, the Scotland national team he's, he's maybe had these players You know for mm. five, six, seven, eight, but, nine, ten 6, 7, days and, Every 3 months And it is easy for us to ignore
1: What's happening on the other side Hugh Because it seems so far removed Just I, I wonder how you would feel if For instance a, a Scotland player Was denied for Denied the chance to play for the national team By an Australian club Many of us would be sitting here going, that's a disgrace Who do they think think they are? He's Uh, not uh, been denied
3: the opportunity to play Because he's still going to be able to play the game It's the time frame And I think it's valuable training times that he's going to miss out on And also, you know If Perth Glory have a big game
2: against Sydney uh, You know, fair enough But I think you have to put it in perspective And uh, this game on the 29th of December Will cause this country to stop in its tracks uh, and if Brendan Rogers thinks he is better served by having Tom Rogic in his
1: squad for Ibrooks, then I think he's perfectly entitled to see what he can do about that. Okay, thank you to Graham and Springburn. It's 0141 to join in. Uh, Twitter is at Clyde SSB. John's and Bears, Den, What's your take, John? Uh, hi, guys. Um, just like to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to yep, you as well. Thank you, John. No
6: worries. Um, my point is. Um, it's just that yesterday, obviously, there was a, a report from an army outlet that um, Australian SA had already confirmed that the, the regulation for FIFA was obviously the 24th of December, and they said that they have given the players an extra two days to be with family and extra games, whatever it might be, and that they, were, that they weren't budging on it, so for the fact that it's one rule for everyone, but um, it's not going to be a case that if you let one go, then all of them go. So they, it was reported already their stance on the matter, I just wanted to see like I, I get that it's a big debate but like I don't see the point of it because we've already stated that it's, if Roggett scores it's like a domino effect of every other club once I mean I mean there's people that are going to miss games against Everton and the Leeds and etc. do you know what I mean? So it's not I get that it stops in Glasgow, but I just don't I don't mm. see the point that well how how it's got into this big debate.
1: Well, that, that, that is fair Hugh Because it, 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 yeah, but it's it, it, easy for us to say That Celtic Rangers Is is the big game But I mean no, Every club's got their own priorities Yeah sure But it's a debate Because Brendan
2: Rodgers has said Hold on a minute mm-hmm. I can't just sit down and accept this I want further talks That's what makes it a back page story And that's why we're still talking about it Because the matter Has not yet reached a conclusion so far as
1: Brendan Rodgers is concerned But you you would admit then that sounds like a difficult situation Because if Brendan Rodgers gets his way on this Neil Lennon will want his way The Hull manager will want his way and so on and so forth Yeah of course I I understand the domino effect And is that perhaps why Is that the bit that perhaps can't be negotiated around Because that, that sounds like quite a big problem It's only a big problem once you have to concede defeat
2: And Brendan Rodgers at the moment Is not willing to concede defeat And while he's
3: in that frame of mind The subject is still open to debate We use use the word talks I think it's more that Brendan's asked the question I don't know how how many conversations Have been going back and forward Um, You know, John there has mentioned that The manager, Graham Arnold Has been quite sympathetic towards the players You, You want players when they turn up in, in the best frame of mind uh, Mentally as well So he's going to allow them To spend Christmas With the families Which is fabulous The Boxing Day fixtures Which are hugely important They will be allowed to play And As far as I'm aware And in my opinion They will be out there After Boxing Day
1: Okay thank you to John In Bears Den I think it's just about time For us to do this
0: Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday
1: It is time for Beat the Pundit Will it be the Christmas tree Or Hugh Trevens I think we'll call you Is that does that work? That would be tremendous It's better than Specky Tube from last year Hugh Trevens and Craig Beattie are both here Craig Beattie who lost his unbeaten record The last time he was here on Beat the Pundit If you think you are up to it tonight Give us a call do it quickly if you can. 0141-9511025. That's the number you need to play Beat the Pundit, and you need to do it now because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock.
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.
1: It is Hugh Evans and Craig Beatty joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, your usual Friday night preview, ahead of some cracking fixtures. We have been talking about some of the day's big news stories. Tom Rogic, will he be available for Celtic? Uh, Ryan Jack has signed a new deal. If you have any thoughts on them, keep them coming. But let's look forward as well. Fans of all clubs, this goes out to you. Come on, tell us a busy festive period coming up. What do you think ahead of your team's game this weekend? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh, and on Twitter, we are at Clyde SSB. Um, what I'm doing at the moment, Hugh Keaven's, I think is called um, padding. Yes, yes. Um, because the beat the pundit contestant just disappeared. Ah, as they do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Run, running scared. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what's the second time recently. So here you go again. If you fancy beat the pundit right now, give us a call right. This second oh one four one nine five one one zero two five callers right now to play beat the pundit. The contestant just disappeared. Whether he bottled it or not, I don't know. Hugh evens uh, he... Come on, let's hear from you. Beat the pundit. Your chance to play right now. 01419511025 one one zero two five.
2: First time to play a man dressed as a Christmas tree. You'd want in in that novelty act, wouldn't you?
1: This is true. Uh, at Clyde SSB, that's where you want to go tonight to find a picture of Hugh Keaven's dressed as a Christmas tree. It will not disappoint. <laughs> You used to be a serious journalist as well I still am But uh, I see no reason to be
2: poor faced about life You know, if you can Dress up as a Christmas tree at 4 o'clock As long
1: as you have your game head on at 6 o'clock That's fine We filmed a part of the mean tweets with Mark Wilson yesterday And as he pulled on The Christmas jumper And
3: slipped the Santa hat onto his head He just I used
1: to play in the Champions League like
3: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, was lucky I've got a lot of respect for him Because when I come into the office tonight His Twitter account was lying open. So
1: he could have done some serious uh, damage. Yeah I, to
3: don't, I, I still don't
2: get what goes on in that world, you know. So I, I said to Craig, ugh, it doesn't matter. And, l-
1: and, and he wouldn't
3: know how to fix it no, if he had. It could have been pictures, it could have been speed dating, it could yeah, have been, yeah. you could have had a busy night on social you could media. Have, you, could, you could have signed them up for Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. K would have been fuming with
1: me. Right, the <laughs> switchboard is now lighting up like a Christmas tree because we gave you a chance to play Beat the Pundit. Um, this was selected at random. No, this guy might sound like my type of caller, but Michael is a Motherwell fan from. From Motherwell Do you fancy it tonight Michael? Ah uh, well
7: a bit, I've been on before And uh, I had a better of luck Against DJ so
1: Oh you won previously
2: Did you?
7: Yes oh, I was DJ and Hugh was on
10: It's, um, never, it's uh,
2: never luck Michael It's knowledge
3: Your, your superior knowledge Won
1: out <laughs> He's had
3: no chance to prepare though He wasn't expecting
1: no, this. That you. is true He hasn't had the chance To do his homework today Right I'm going to toss the coin Heads you're up against Hugh the Christmas tree Keevans uh, And tails You're up against Craig Beattie And it's heads Hugh Keevans Up against Michael From Motherwell Good luck luck, Michael Let me give you a bit of a Clyde 2 In the ear hole So that he doesn't know What we are saying And we'll get your time started Michael you've played before So you know the drill You've got 30 seconds You're going head to head Uh, You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? I'm ready Which Rangers player Signed a new contract At the club today? Uh, Ryan Jack Which Scottish footballer plays for MLS side Sporting Kansas City? Um, Robson How many spells, both playing and managing, did John Robertson have at Hearts? Three Name any one of the three Hibs players to be called up to the Australian squad Void Which country is former Celtic midfielder Liam Henderson playing in? Um, Australia Which Aberdeen player will return to his parent club Derby in January? Jenny okay, let me bring Mr Keevans back I am Were you getting some Christmas tunes Over the other side Or was it something It was the boss Bruce Springsteen mm, You'll be happy with that Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town ah, Well there's a Christmas song Right there we go Ready Yep <sighs> Which Rangers player Today signed a new contract At the club Ryan Jack Which Scottish footballer Plays for MLS side Sporting Kansas City Johnny Russell How many spells Both playing and managing Did John Robertson Have at Hearts Three Name any one of the three Hibs players called up to the Australia squad Martin Boyle Which country is former Celtic midfielder Liam Henderson playing in? Italy Aberdeen. Which Aberdeen player will return to his parent club Derby in January? Pass And which team are currently 11th in the Scottish Premiership? Quickly It is Qui- St Mirren Okay What do you think Michael? Are you made it 2 out of 2 or has he pipped you this time? Um I think he's got me on one or two of them I yeah, okay let, well, let's find out then I thought they were quite straightforward tonight not taking anything away from either of you which rangers player has signed a new contract at the club it's Ryan Jack one all which scottish footballer plays for mls side sporting kansas city it is Johnny Russell Hugh Evans got it Michael didn't he goes into a 2-1 lead you're still well in the game though Michael you knew that John Robertson had three spells at hearts playing and managing Um, So Hugh keeps his one goal advantage 3-2 to Hugh He did stretch it to 4-2 though When I said any one of the Hibs players To be called up to the Australia squad You had the choice Between Martin Boyle, Jamie McLaren, Mark Milligan I think you said Boyd, Michael, didn't you? I did, I I could could sense that So 4-2 to Hugh Keevans It went 5-2 Liam Henderson's playing in Italy Um, And then your final question, Michael Which Aberdeen player will return to his parent club derby in January? Craig Beattie, do you know this one? No, it's the only one I didn't know. (laughs) It is Max Lowe. He's been playing very well at left back, but Aberdeen will be without him. Um, So still 5 2 to Hugh Keevens, and you even added a bit of. Jam. Something else on top. Jam, okay, if you say so. It's usually a cherry on top, but whatever your personal preference. St. Mirren are 11th, which means it's 6 to Hugh and 2 to Michael. Hardlines, Michael.
7: Uh, bro well
10: done to you All the best to you guys when it comes Same All to you me. Michael, same same to you, Michael.
1: You. That was Michael in Motherwell Look at that What a start to the festive period for you These busy festive fixtures It's the same on Beat the Pundit And you've you see, done well I may be a tree by day But I am no <laughs> lump of wood <laughs> <laughs> Things you never thought you would hear uh, On Clyde 1 <laughs> Super Scoreboard That is the beauty of working with this man Right 01419511025 I want to hear from you Motherwell and St Mirren fans as well um, St Mirren especially Big game Chance to do something at the bottom Hugh yeah. Um Motherwell and It strikes you as that sort of game where If Motherwell win it The type of gap that opens up You think Whoa, That's going to take quite something for them to be dragged back in Nothing's decided in December no. But it's got that look about it Whereas it takes on a whole different complexion If St Mirren can, can get something Or win the game certainly
2: the The point of view From a tree Is that I would put The entire forest On Motherwell uh, I, I just think that they
1: have oh, that, Craig, that worries me Well well say.
2: You know Craig it, earlier spoke about Temperament Temperament is sometimes uh, As valuable If not more valuable Than ability itself And there's a, a, a Wonderful Temperament about Motherwell Which only deserted them Once this season And that's when they Surrendered against The Rangers at Ibrox And lost 7-1 uh, I, I just happen to think They have more strength of character Than St Mirren possess And that's why All the trees in the forest Are going
1: for Motherwell Alright we'll hear from It's actually Keith Lasley Because Stephen Robinson's band of course We'll hear from Keith Lasley And Oren Kearney very soon So if you've got thoughts on that game You know what to do with them Share them 01419511025 And do it quickly Laurie's in Denison In the meantime Hi Laurie uh,
13: Gordon good evening Good evening panel Hello, evening. Hello Laurie uh, Can I be invited, Gordon, to make a few comments and then invite the panel to reply to them? Absolutely. Uh, To my way of thinking, for Australia to be able to dictate to Celtic about Tom Rodgick is like the tail wagging the dog. Celtic are his employer and his appearances for us are almost like a modern form of indentured servitude. Now, earlier callers, Rangers fans like Laura and John uh, will hope Big Tom is an absentee and will see this almost like an act of divine intervention. Next, we'll be looking to the stars of the occult to stop Celtic ascendancy over Rangers. The panel starts.
2: Well, I do appreciate what you're saying about international football versus club football. I think uh, national teams get away with an awful lot and I do think that the, the wishes of the club sometimes uh, have to take precedence. Uh, I don't think that the Rangers supporters are looking for divine intervention or anything like it. To be fair, Graham, who's a Rangers supporter, who's our fifth caller of the night, he said that uh, he would rather have Tom Rogic play against Rangers because if Rangers are going to win, he wants to know that they won against the best Celtic side. So, you know, as ever, Laurie, if you, if you put 10 supporters of one club in one room, you'll get 10 shades of opinion.
13: I think that the, the caller Graham, I, he was very magnanimous. I would suggest to you, however, Hugh, that his, uh, his opinion... Uh, it's the exception to the rule The Rangers supporters are concerned They're oh, looking for any help they can get I, I, For I, Celtic I,
2: I wouldn't uh, quibble with that Laurie But I do think though That if Celtic win It will not be because Tom Rogic played And if Celtic lose at Ibrox It will not be because Tom Rogic didn't play I don't believe that you can Single out one man On either side and say The whole afternoon Hinges on him.
1: Uh, Laurie, what does Celtic do tomorrow to negotiate the absence of odds on Edward?
13: Well, fortunately, I, we've got goal-scoring options uh, from all over the park. Uh, personally, uh, I, I'm quite angry about that situation because I, I think it was patently clear to most observers that there was a distinct possibility... Uh, that Dumbbelly might have been uh, leaving in the last transfer uh, window and I think the contingency plans uh, should have been in operation uh, should that eventuality uh, have, 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 have came to fruition and it did and as a result we're, we've been uh, caught short but uh, I do trust implicitly in Brendan uh, I think he'll come up uh, with a game plan uh, and we'll beat Dundee uh, tomorrow and I'm looking forward to January because uh, we do need to strengthen the squad There's no question about that
3: Craig Beatty, I think what Celtic have in their favour Is that tomorrow they probably don't need Edward to win the game against Dundee um, Having seen the game the other night um, Scott Sinclair was removed from the pitch Fairly after the game was um, out of sight So I think he will play as a lone striker tomorrow And I do agree with you I think there's goals in there So like I said I think Celtic are fortunate That they're playing Dundee tomorrow And I think they'll still win the game comfortably uh, This is your chance to, to bum up what you used to do What? How specialist is that position This
1: notion that Yeah well listen we've got Attacking players And you can sort of Shuffle them around And and, and I do accept that Celtic sh- Could and, and should Or whatever Beat Dundee Without them But, but more generally how, how much of a specialist Position is it And how difficult Is it for guys who Don't do it usually To fill in there
3: I think first and foremost Every position on the pitch Is specialist um, Obviously the goalkeepers come completely separate To being an outfield player Um I think if you move from Right centre back to right back Your position in the the pitch changes Um, I think you need to adjust your position in line With with the rest of the defence Which you're not normal with Further up the park Scott Sinclair's movement's totally different The amount of times he'll find himself with his back to goal Where he's having to take the ball in Bring others into play Make clever runs in behind the defenders As opposed to getting on the touchline Where his body shape's completely different However, I think Scott Sinclair can do this I've seen him doing it before um, Playing as a lone striker And as I said, I think they'll manage it tomorrow But it is a specialist position And anywhere on the pitch where you, where you change positions And not every player is able to go from centre-forward to centre-half
2: I only throw this in out of interest, Craig Because you're the expert You've done it for Celtic in that position Would Mikey Johnson be out of the question? Given the goal he scored midweek, Given the, the way he came on On a very bad afternoon for Celtic at Easter Road
3: And at least lit up the last few minutes of the game Again, Mikey Johnson's got in his favour that they're at home to Dundee And I, I don't want to be overly disrespectful But I think it's a good game for Celtic to have He's certainly an option um, You know he'll probably be disappointed If he doesn't get the nod uh, You know this is what young players are looking for at Little unfortunate circumstances Where you get thrown in And he's come on the other night He's took his chance he scored So he might find himself very unlucky If he doesn't start the game um, However I don't think that will be the case I think Lewis Morgan will play wide And I think Scott Sinclair will play to the middle it's 01419511025
1: to have your say on the phones. Uh, remember, you can tweet us as well. We are at Clyde SSB. Uh, let's speak to Andrew, who's on the line. He's a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld. What's your point tonight, Andrew?
8: Well, I've got two points. Okay. First of all, the first point is about all the Stevie G haters that are going about um, saying that Stevie G is not the right man for Rangers. I totally disagree with that. Stevie G is a brand new manager. He's come in. And I know a lot of people are saying that Rangers have had the worst start to the league in 10 years. But I'm quite happy with that. At the moment, we're sitting second in the league, just behind Celtic. We've had an absolute tremendous run in Europe. for a new manager, I think he's doing absolutely fantastic. He's He's got to hit the ground running at some point. And I think he's doing really, really well. And also for the fact that these guys are saying, oh, he's not the right man. He's going to be here and he's going to do Rangers 55 and he's going to stop Celtics 10 in a row.
1: Who's saying, that, who's saying these things, Andrew?
8: There's a lot of Rangers fans oh, in the Rangers background fans. saying that Stevie is not the right man, Stevie G shouldn't be here, Stevie G is he's, sack, he's not coming bringing the right players in. But at the moment, I think he's doing absolutely fantastic. He's got his set in the league, he's got a great run in Europe, but just missed out in the qualifying in the last 32. If anybody had said that at the start of the season... People would have said oh, there's no chance of that. I think is doing a wonderful job and long may he stay
2: at Ibrox. Well, you know, as I said earlier, if you put 10 supporters of the same club into the same room, you'll get 10 different opinions on any given subject. The good thing is, two points separate the top three teams, Celtic, Rangers, Kilmarnock. The good thing is, the league keeps changing hands. The other good thing is that between now, and the night of December 29, you couldn't say with
1: absolute certainty who'll be top of the last league table before the winter break. Uh, Craig, I must admit, I, I didn't know that there were Rangers fans out there who wanted Stephen Gerrard gone or, or whatever, were over the top in the criticism. It's not something that's really come through on the phone lines, but. There we go It we'll just shows you
3: Yeah I've had a couple of Rangers supporting friends Who've, who've sort of mentioned The same thing um, I myself was quite critical Of him last Friday After the European game um, I felt that it was quite naive And that it was It took too long To pull the trigger You know He had said If you had if you'd been offered The chance to qualify Going into the Europeans In the last game You would have took it But he was in there Half time Pulled the trigger He waited to 10 minutes To bring another striker on You know They're putting his Vienna Who don't even average A goal a game and he didn't make the change till 10 minutes to go So I was quite critical of him Last week With regards to The end of the European run Having done so well Early on You know I think Celtic's Got a comfortable game tomorrow Um I think Dundee will struggle uh, Sorry I beg your pardon Rangers will struggle At St Johnson on Sunday And I think In a week's time The picture could look A lot different And you could have a lot more Rangers fans criticising them Andrew I don't I honestly don't
8: think so I think we should go up to Perth and win on Sunday Hopefully quite comfortably On Sunday Um and then we have got two home games. The two home games are going to be hard,
3: obviously against Hibs and against Celtic. Yeah, um, Andrew, I get, I get the optimism, I but you're not scoring goals. And, and I watched Hibs the other night, and although really you should recently. have won the game,
1: overall the, the return of the season's been decent. But it, I get what you mean in the last couple of weeks. recent
3: times. If and if Morelos is not really scoring, then who is? And he's not been scoring goals. I think the word certainty should be removed from the record for the remainder of the season. That this
2: season thus far has shown. There's no certainty about anything. You know, even Kilmarnock, the team who will not go away, the team who are still in the mix, no matter what the Grinch says. Even Kilmarnock went to Celtic Park and five put past them. Celtic go to Hibs and play very poorly and lose 2-0 to a Hibs side who had previously won one of their last eight games. Rangers play Aberdeen at Ibrox and everyone feels that Aberdeen, having lost a cup final to Celtic are in bother Aberdeen win There's no such thing As certainty
1: This season Charlie's a Rangers fan as well What's in your mind Charlie?
14: How you doing Gordon?
1: Good thanks Uh, What
14: I is, is We're talking about um, Goals for Rangers Goals for Rangers Can you hear me alright? Aye? Yeah yeah, we've got you Aye Uh, Talking about goals for Rangers Uh, Who's scoring them? Well uh, As far as I'm concerned um, The man to blame Has no uh, no scoring goals Is a Lafferty um, because all these corners and all that we've been taking uh, Big Derek's any Big Derek's on he's always talking about a man in the middle um, Lafferty I think he's about six by four. why is he always standing in the box every time all these corners come on he's never ever headed a ball in the net yet he's not opposed to a header the other day there but uh, I can't expect Morelos to do all the time and as I say he's going to suspend it quite a lot so, um, my opinion is that uh, need nearly stand up to the plate. And um, I'll, I'll be forgiven if he does it against Celtic because he does sometimes close a goal against them, you know, he's when he was in hearts and that. But, but uh, as I say, he's no, he's no um, done nothing since he came the Rangers, as far as I'm concerned. He comes on, he mixes it up for a wee while, and then before you know it, uh, the game's over. And you think Where
1: did he go eh? Hugh this reminds me though On What was it Tuesday evening We had uh, Doogie Wright On the show Who's the first team analyst At Livingston uh-huh. used, used to write articles On our website He's now the first team anal- analyst At Livingston And he was telling us That for all fans Love it when they get corners And they cheer And they think Come on What a chance this is to score uh-huh. You've got about A 1 in 30 To 1 in 40 chance Of scoring from a corner uh-huh. So Pinning your hopes On, on that Is Not Advisable No no. Um
2: Stats For me Are a bit of a problem You know Everyone's obsessed By
1: stats And possession and You know No but I, I, I'm going to take issue With that Because it's It's completely relevant We always And then we've been there ourselves You celebrate getting a corner You think it's a great advantage I'm telling you That as a fact You've got about A 1 in 30 To 1 in 40 Chance of scoring From a corner Well it was different In my day The ball came over Bill he was scored
2: And then the game Started again <laughs> uh, So but You know Again to go back to the subject of Morelos You know uh, Morelos is the, the The big player For Rangers In the eyes of the Rangers supporters And yet He's just had one of those nights uh, At Easter Road Midweek You know Where a combination of The Hibs goalkeeper The substitute goalkeeper And Morelos's own Inefficiency in front of goal On the night Cost Rangers in the end uh, So It's the Tom Rogic argument It's not just about Morelos It's not just about Rogic
3: Team game they say Charlie I agree with you But I've got two little points to make to you myself First of all I think Lafferty has to do more I completely agree with you I don't think his game time on the pitch has been As much as what he would have expected And you will probably think it's a bit unfair Because he's not played that much My second point would be To pin that on him Just because he's physically tall I think is a bit unfair um, there's an art to attacking the ball To creating a space um, And it doesn't just come down to Who's the tallest player um, If you look back at Tim Cahill at Everton The amount of goals He used to score with his head Kevin Phillips at Sunderland You know These guys were 5 foot 8 5 foot 9 You know They're not the 6-2 that Kyle Lafferty is But there's an art to it Maybe he has to work more on movement Setting things up As opposed to just his physical attributes Hope
1: for us yet Hugh Kevens. That's the message from Craig Beatty. <laughs> uh, right we've got a good full time teaser Coming up next for you So if you need the pen and paper Get it ready um, And I know you always like to take part on Twitter So we've got a good question I think you're going to be able to get Most of these answers And Motherwell and St Mirren fans We're hearing from your managers So we might as well hear from you next as well
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results For Scottish accident And injury victims For 40 years
1: It is time for Hugh Keevans And Craig Beattie To tackle tonight's Full time teaser We've had some Absolute crackers On this week Hugh Some of them have been Mind numbing And I'm not even getting To the point where Um I'll share this story quickly with you Because I know you'll appreciate it We were Earlier in the week we were looking for guys Who'd scored X amount of goals in the English Premier League And had G, O, A and L All within their name Right. And uh, I asked Gordon DL in the office to, to test out the question And he replied with Dwight York <laughs> <laughs> So there you go That's what you're up against Tonight's is way more straightforward mm-hmm. And it was sent in from Mark Simpson He's a St Mirren fan in Del Rye. And uh, he says since 1999 Eight players Have Between 25 and 40 caps With Scotland But they've never played Their professional football In Scotland Can you name them? So Since 1999 Eight players Who have between 25 and So upwards really of, of 25 caps With Scotland But have never played Their professional football In this country Can you name them? Darren Darf- <laughs> <you. laughs> He's got more than 40 oh, So we're looking oh. for that We mid-section so you, 40 is the cap
9: mm-hmm.
2: you get 41 you don't count Correct We're just narrowing
1: it down a bit for you mm. Because I think we'd had a similar one before So you have to change it slightly
3: James Morrison
1: No, he'll be above that as well okay. Yeah So since 99 8 players who have between 25 and 40 caps with Scotland Have never played the professional football North of the border. Um, Graham Alexander? Yes. He's got forty caps, so he's the he's the highest, if you like. Uh, by the way, this is it goes from when they got their the last cap essentially. So Grim Nope. He doesn't have that many, I don't think. Don Hutchison? Yes. He's got twenty six. So there we go. World War. the way they are Great You are indeed Right You can can help along on Twitter I mean I say help I'm not going to tell them But in in my head You'll be helping So since 99 Eight players have between 25 and 40 caps It includes 25 and 40 uh, For Scotland But they've never played North of the border Professionally Let us know If you can come up with the answers At Clyde SSB Let's hear from Both, I was going to say managers But Stephen Robinson and Keith Lasley Have put a bit of a a spanner in the works Keith Lasley says Having boss Stephen Robinson in the stands Instead of the dugout uh, Shouldn't make a difference As they look to end the year on a high Robinson begins his three match ban At tomorrow's game at home to St Mirren And assistant boss Lasley's confident they can cope
3: you ask any coach and manager, you know the vast majority of preparation is done before a match day. To be honest, um, listen, you still prefer your manager to be there. He's the, the leader, and you know absolutely you want you want him uh, to be on that touchline. But um, no, we'll manage that situation. And and as I said, it's really about. Being prepared uh, for the game and, and, and the players carrying out that plan and, and hopefully that will be the case tomorrow. It really could shape what the second half of our season is going to look like. Uh, the players are well aware, well aware of that. Massive week and we just want to show a bit of consistency in this week That we, that is the one disappointing thing that we haven't shown in in, in, the, in the last maybe five or six weeks. Craig BT it happens relatively often.
1: Does it make any difference to players if the manager is in the stand or the dugout?
3: It probably has. Yeah, it does. Um but yeah. it probably has more impact on the manager or the assistant manager, or whoever's missing. Um, we've had it recently with the assistant manager being sent to the stand up I'm talking about Elgin. Um and then the manager's, you know, come to me for, for a little bit of discussion. So if Laz is on the bench tomorrow and he's struggling, who does he then turn to for advice? Because his manager's sitting in the stand. So for the players who have had their instructions and they're attempting to carry out, you know, the the tactical stuff that's been laid on all week in training, probably less so, but you know Where does the discussion and the changes come from On the bench
1: Does it depend the composition of the team Hugh there would have been a time when Keith Lasley Would have been on the pitch and, and Stephen Hamill And McManus and it was a very experienced group Perhaps that's the only thing Mother would slightly lack at the moment oh, no, It's not the only thing but that's what no. they would lack If you were comparing it to a couple of years ago um, I don't know, does it make a difference?
2: Um, I think the only Observation I would make in the whole business Gordon Is that there's a lesson there for Stephen Robinson Because a three-game ban with two further matches suspended until the end of next season, you know, that's a hefty sentence and he should be looking at himself because he has deprived his players of his services. I I, I do take Keith Lasley's point that an awful lot of work is done prior to the game beginning. However, they're managers for a purpose and players like to look round. I mean, the the, the Rangers players would like to look round and see Steven Gerrard standing there and... Equally the Celtic players with Brendan Rodgers So there's a lesson there for Stephen Robinson That sometimes You're just
1: stepping over a line That you know you can't cross Come on my little fans St Mirren fans Let's hear from you That's a cracking game uh, Right here on our doorstep this weekend Oren Kearney says St Mirren players need to dig deep If they are to turn things around They've failed to win any games this month They're 11th in the table
9: uh, And the manager says His players though are capable Of getting back on track I've been involved in clubs and teams in the past that have gone on phenomenal winning runs and of months, of years, in relation to unbeaten records um, and everything else. And I know what that side of it looks like, but I've also probably at other clubs as well been in scenarios like this before where, where it's ultra-tough. And I think you find out a huge amount more about your players at times like this than in times of success. And they are character-building times, they are testing times, and I think it's so important that, that the right type of mentality and the right type of character comes to the fore and thankfully particularly for the players with us who have played the most of the games under myself and um, they've had a good balance with that in relation to we didn't get too carried away with with a victory or with a draw um, and and also we haven't we've tried not to let the defeat have, have too much of a of, of an impact as well and i think it's important that you flatline out of that at that middle level to ensure that um you can be braced for anything. Uh, um- in danger of stating the obvious as to how football works
1: here in the league mm-hmm. table, Hugh Kevens, but bear with me. Mother will win tomorrow, that becomes a twelve point gap. Yeah. And you know the next part then. If St. Mirren win it becomes six. And yeah. at this stage of the season, that that does seem like a big difference. It's not only arithmetically, but perhaps psychologically as well. It's huge. Absolutely huge for St. Mirren.
2: Um Oren Kearney always analyses things in a very Composed and articulate fashion He is persistently Let down by his own players Once the game starts uh, Because they haven't shown The mental strength yet Uh, the, the, The instances like Going a goal up in Livingston And then collapsing and losing three They do not compose themselves In the way that their manager does And that's why I feel that Motherwell will seize this opportunity And understand what you've been saying There are a 12 point gap They know that St Mirren
1: Subconsciously Will look at them and say Well we're not going to catch Motherwell They've gone And an interesting approach from Motherwell Craig Who went to Celtic midweek And rested Well I say rested You know made five changes Um, I don't think it's any secret the, the, The 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 main strike force has been Danny Johnson, Curtis Main, and they, you know they're both left on the bench. That that looks like a team who's trying to prioritise so-called winnable games.
3: Yeah, of course, and there'll be a huge debate as to whether they should be doing that or not. Um, they've prioritised this game, and, and I happen to think that if Motherwell win the game, then they will remain above St Mirren, and St Mirren won't amass the amount of points that Motherwell will then have for the remainder of the season. I think one of the main problems Owen Kearney's got, he talked about mentality and attitude. I think he's not had. The opportunity to sign players With the attitude and the mentality That he likes as a player and as a coach He has inherited a squad Now when, when managers go out and they look at players they, sign, they find out what they're like Obviously as a player They find out what they're like as a person What they're going to be like in the changing room And he's got players mm. in there that he's having to work with Through necessity as opposed to choice
1: Because um, you look at that league table Hugh So similarly Motherwell are then 9 points off The 8th eight, place Was so Hibs at the moment eight, oh. 9 points So you would certainly be, you would understand if people said, you know, that's a bottom four at the yeah. moment, and, and the rest, you know, and and this perhaps would be Motherwell's chance to turn that into a bottom three. How much higher they can go, who knows? Still a lot of football to be played, but it, it looks like that. If it happens and Motherwell do win tomorrow, then it's all
2: about St Mirren, Dundee, and Hamilton Accies. They will be isolated. You can't see Dundee getting empty at Celtic Park. It would be a major shock. If Dundee get anything at Celtic Park tomorrow But well, not a certainty. certainty No, but not a certainty <laughs> uh, But it'd be a major shock uh, So I, I, I just feel That the uh, incentive is there for Motherwell If they win tomorrow They know St Mirren know Hamilton Aki's know Dundee know None of them are going to catch Motherwell Okay, I'm
1: not sure about that Still a lot of football to be played It's uh, so 01419511025 And the phones What about the teaser looking for um, How many did I say again? Eight. eight Yeah, eight Scotland players since 1999 Who have between 25 and 40 caps But they've never played professional football in Scotland Don right. Hutchison and Graham Alexander Are the examples you've got And I'll tell you what Some great answers coming in uh, Happy Boy has got Two of them And I'm just flicking through Because there's so many Really popular one tonight Jerry H has got a couple Andrew S has got a couple He's got a few wrong as well though Russell Martin
3: Nope Grant Hanley Yes Yes I've got him down here Chris Martin
1: No Did you forget Russell Martin's spell at Rangers Hugh Kevins? Was it that forgettable for you? I think the Rangers fans have forgotten (laughs) as well (laughs) Well you've got three of eight That's not bad Let's speak to Alec on the line Hi Alec
7: Hi lads, how we doing?
1: Good. Thanks. What's your point tonight? Uh,
7: just uh, just two two quick points. Uh, first one is just about the league. Uh, as it, as I know I was listening to the Rangers fan. It was on there saying that you know just going to go this at Johnson and medal last week with him It's quite clear the way this season planned out, but nothing is a certainty. I think that you know Celtic and Rangers at home, especially Celtic the more against indeed. You know, I think you can put your heart on. Celtic get the three points But maybe getting away For him Or whatever It's 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 been quite a Quite a crazy season As it is Obviously good for the The, the folk that Are, are watching uh, But I think Come uh, February I mean, It's a wee bit too Because you've got January I think after the, the Transfer window day uh, In January And then I think Come the end of February I think you'll see Celtic's quality Their experience Their mentality taking them through and I think that that's where your other teams need to you know, are, are going to lack on so I've no doubts or whatever about Celtic winning the league but it's going to be a wee bit harder than what anticipated
2: Well that's honest of you to admit that uh, I think at the start of the season you probably thought it'll be Celtic in front by 10 points by December the 21st something of that nature but uh, the January transfer window Alec is very important I think uh, we're not fortune tellers we can't tell who will be top of the league on the night of December 29 but we do know that this transfer window is very important uh, because Celtic and Rangers will be obliged I think to sign players who they know can make a material difference I don't mean the Charlie Masonders of this world or any other academy player from down south people who can be relied upon time served who can be relied upon to make a difference
1: Uh, Yeah Craig I wonder about that difference and um, I might get some stats guru to to look into this just to compare it to previous seasons Uh, if we're seeing more a a bigger difference between home form and away form than perhaps we have in in other seasons Celtic haven't dropped any points um, at home this season Uh, if you go on the road they've drawn three and lost three it's a f- 15 points dropped on the uh-huh. road yeah. someone will do that crunch the numbers for me similar with Rangers it's just one draw and one loss at home um, and away from home you know it's it's uh, four draws and two losses so I get that that's the way football sort of should work that it is meant to be easier but I wonder if it's that's more extreme than you would have expected
3: um, we, we talk about earlier on in the show about it being easier to play against Rangers and Celtic than with Rangers and Celtic I think there's probably a, a subconscious part of the mind When you're when you're going to Ibrox And Celtic Park That you don't really have a chance Of winning the match So you know You're off on the wrong foot Straight away You know when you're at home You may be your own fans You may be fancying yourself A wee bit And, and you're maybe getting An extra 10% out yourself You know while you're at home And that's possibly shown With the, with the stats You've just said there Gordon um, mm. With you know the colour point of point and, and how it's going to go I think Celtic go Brendan In a massive transfer window I think they've really got To go and back them he didn't do so in the summer, um, and it's probably closer than Brendan and his board would both have anticipated at this season, uh, at this stage, and, and he needs to back him.
1: Since 1999, eight players have between 25 and 40 caps for Scotland, but have never played professional football here. Name them: Don Hutchison, Grant Hamley, Graham Alexander are three. The silence worries me. And that nicely to the break. Craig Beattie. <laughs> Uh, Nah, struggling at the minute. You've got a couple of minutes to get your act together.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Craig Beatty and Hugh Keevens are here with me, Gordon Duncan. A really good teaser tonight, and a popular one. If Twitter is anything to go by, Hugh Moan says this teaser's a heed nipper. Would you (laughs) go along with that, Hugh Keevens? Well, we've got, uh, we think. The halfway stage Let me remind you of the question If you're just joining us I mean if you are I've got no idea where you've been But I'll forgive you um, Festive goodwill and all that Since '99, Eight players have between 25 and 40 caps for Scotland But they've never played Professionally in this country So guys like Don Hutchison Played for you know, Everton and, and West Ham Never played up here Grant Hanley for Newcastle Norwich Etc Blackburn uh, Graham Alexander Played all his football Down south as well So they're three You've got five to get Neil Sullivan. Yes, you've got Neil Sullivan, the only goalkeeper on the list. Good one. 28 caps, never played up here. Wimbledon, wasn't it, Hugh? That oh, was yep, the... yep. So you've got four to get, but eight minutes or so to get them. What do you think? Just waiting for the clues. Oh, <laughs> you can't, because what if the clues never come? Yeah, even think out loud. you got Anything. Anything in there at all It's such a time frame as well I know Nothing but Faces uh... And the thing is It is spread out as well if I, if I was going to Push you in the right direction Time wise I can't really You've not got the one that's Furthest back in time So there's a guy whose last cap was in 99 He's the cut off really for this oh, question right. You've not got him yet I um, it was
3: from 99 onwards So the cap started in 99
1: no, so as long as his last cap oh, was I in that period, the and then and then you're looking at right. So he's one of the squad who went
3: to Vance '98. Yeah, um,
1: and then you've got a couple who, I mean, technically could could still be called up. We've not seen much of them recently, um, but yeah, they very much could still be called up. Played in the not too distant past. Billy McKinley. No, no I played here for Dundee United. Yeah. And then I'm wondering when was your first cap? 2000. Five. Right, you missed this guy. A few are saying on just to help you out. A few are saying on Twitter, Chris Iwalumo, but he's not one. Everyone, everyone always puts in brackets that guy that missed the sitter. <laughs> yeah. That was the same. You that was the campaign you were involved in mostly. Yeah, yep. that was the same. Do you play that game? No. Iwalumo played up. Should didn't he is that, is, that, is, that uh, the, is that the message here You he should have should have scored I would scored be. it as well
2: Was it with Lou or not that I'll be in
3: Rovers or somewhere In
1: the early stages I don't game? think he's got enough caps I think he falls down On yeah. a lot yeah. of those clothes
3: I think he's a Colt Bridge lad as well Yeah I certainly wasn't expecting The broad Scottish accent <laughs> The first time I spoke how <laughs> How you doing pal <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's speak to Jason In Johnston Hi Jason
15: Hi Good evening panel
1: Hello What's on your mind tonight right.
15: Um, just a couple of points. I was I was really wanting to make a point about. Um, I'm a Rangers fan, and I feel that like Kelly Lafferty's is getting a lot of stick, um, and I don't think it's uh, called for. I think I think uh, he doesn't play enough minutes for me for you know to to justify a lot of the criticism. Um, I think also I was just want to put it to the panel to see what they think about Rangers playing two strikers up front now. You know, Morales and Lafferty because the amount of chances they're a chance he's been making. Um, in the box And not taking them I think it's time now That they played both of
1: them From the start These questions sound right up Craig Bt's street Craig um, You've Been a striker um, You won't mind me saying you, You've been On the bench As a striker as well How difficult is it When you know that you Have to take that chance But you're not getting The run of games To get your form to a level Where you would like it to be
3: Yeah, First of all How do, do you handle it? I do think he's getting A lot of stick But He is not Reaching the heights and He's not producing the form That he was at Hearts before he got his move back to Rangers. Um, you'd have to ask Kyle why he's not producing the the form and the stats to back that
1: up. But then again, is it you know he was perhaps the main man at Hearts. But You're playing every week. You're getting a chance to to get into that rhythm. Think back to, to your own time. Is 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 that tough? I mean, if, it yeah, must be.
3: Of course, it's tough. But you've he, got to then, he's got to do something that gets himself in the team. You know, Marillas has been suspended recently, so he's had an opportunity. Morales um, is a good player, um, and Gerard's going with the one up front. In relation to the question about two up front No, I couldn't agree with that at all Because I think you then lose a player in the middle of the park If you do that, Celtic absolutely without doubt will dominate the match um, And the chances that are being created Morales is creating them for himself So it's not like the rest of the team are creating them So I don't know what good putting Lafrey up there would do How much emphasis did you,
1: when, when you were playing up there Put on what happens in training? Did, did you did you see it as a genuine window where, where you could Knock your pan in and and improve, Or
3: did you always think It just comes down to what happens on a Saturday anyway Um, Initially Because I was with Martin O'Neill Larson, Sutton, Hartson It was literally what happened on a Saturday I got my break because Chris Sutton was mouthing off on the telly After the (laughs) command up game That's that's the gods on his I get in there because Chris Sutton got suspended Um, But when I came on I had to make sure that I impacted it If I wanted to even get on the bench the following week So that was how tough it was when I was there When Gordon Strachan came in he then brought in the uh, you know, Magic Zaraski and Hesselink. Um, and at that point, I wasn't a young lad anymore, so I had to, to kind of force my way in. I was up against it because they were golden, striking signings, but I still gave everything that I possibly could, both in training and when I had the opportunity. What do you think, Jason?
15: Well, I just think title winning teams, there's normally a partnership up there. There's two strikers contributing. Um, you know, if you look back at Rangers title winning, with McCoyston, Haightley And Celtic as well With, with Larson, uh, Sutton and so forth I don't think they've given Lafferty a proper chance I think the amount of chances that Rangers are creating now It's time for two strikers You've To be in the back. box And maybe in January pick up a, a new signing uh, a, a new striker Just to give them a bit of backup mm. as well
2: You've gone back to a place in time where Yeah you could have two up front, but it's not the way that people play the game now. You know, Celtic have uh, won the titles with Moussa Dembele up front and his own. Now it's Odson Edward up front in his own. It it's the way the modern game is played and the way managers prefer it. Two strikers leaves
1: the side wanting in other areas. Well, Do you, yeah, you I mean, understand that sacrifice, defenders. Jason? Would that be a bit of a risk right. losing a midfielder? But I think I think you you keep defenders back if you have got two strikers.
15: I think with having one up front, you've only got got two defenders that are marking, whereas if you have two up there, you know, it keeps three defenders back. So, you know, I just just think that with the amount of chances Rangers are making now, especially down the left-hand side with the two players that they've got, it's now time to put two strikers in the box to score the goals rather than just depending on one striker all the time, Morales, you know.
1: Okay thank you to Jason In Johnston I love it on the teaser Because people think out loud With us Hugh Uh Graham says He's got one of the ones That you're looking for And then he says The the guy in the left wing In the last few games I forget his name A big guy I'll need to Google it (laughs) uh, I I don't think that's The right one anyway A few are saying I'll help you out With some wrong answers Um, A few are saying Matt Ritchie He doesn't have enough caps um, To be considered In this one Darren Fletcher's got too many caps So does James Morrison um, let me see Yeah I'll tell you what A few are fewer, I'm nailing them Jerry H has, has got them Grant Drummond's got one That you're looking for anymore
2: You see they've all had time to Google
3: Yeah I've not I've not even got a, an idea
1: What if I told you this guy was Quite wee And had an afro Sometimes Nigel Quasi Is he not bald? <laughs>
3: he might have had an afro at some stage
1: I, I can't imagine many Scotland players had an afro hairdo In the last Couple of years And I'm talking Quite recently He was a bit hey, of a favourite yeah. Under Gordon Strachan For a while Oh, I can't. Yeah. oh come <laughs> on He scored against The then world champions oh, Germany the, the
3: right winger uh, Anya Get you, Anya.
1: Get you Anya. There we go So you're still looking for three uh, uh, Barry Bannon? Yes Hugh Kevens. Well done I'm impressed at that Two to get Right you've still got We've got a little bit of time. Just quickly, Hugh, what about the games we, we sort of haven't mentioned tomorrow? What's tickling your fancy?
2: Well, Aberdeen, uh, great result midweek, scoring five goals at Pataudry. Now they've got. Sam Hearts. Cosgrove is scoring goals now. Yeah, uh, got a striker is scoring goals. Yeah, he surprised me actually. I, I, I don't really rate him, but he surprised me. He's banging them in now. Uh, now you have Hearts, uh, where Craig Levine admitted that the uh, club's AGM. They, wasn't sure how to solve The striking crisis So if Stephen Naismith's back isn't he Yeah
1: But after a long way out And you've got mm. to Get back up to speed I, I fancy Aberdeen Right two more on the teaser Come on get Just throw some guesses Before we need to do clues No Is it clue time? Yes Just became manager Of Cambridge I think it was In the last two days Previously was manager of Hibs Oh Colin Colin, Colin Calderwood Calderwood, Colin Calderwood And the last one If you're talking famous Scottish footballing families Hugh Keevans Yes Um, Caldwell bit more famous than that No disrespect to them If you're talking Scotland's One of Scotland's Finest World Cup moments you Scott Gemmell Scott (laughs) Scott Gemmell Um, I know he didn't score that goal By the way But that was the link I was going for uh, I, I am well aware of that So Scott Gemmel, That's you Hutchison, Gemmell Bannon, Sullivan Hanley, Anya, Calderwood And Alexander Thank you Hugh Keevans And Craig Beatty. We're back on here tomorrow At 2 o'clock A fantastic fixture card Make sure you don't miss it And all of you who are trying to get through For the GBX Now's your chance He's up next
0: One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.